This episode is sponsored by Nero. Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over? Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing, means that you can reach the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focus without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel body and mind. Stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's try. N-E-U-R-O gum dot com slash potential. Once again, that's trynerogum.com slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow conductor, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the biographical romantic drama film Maestro. This was written and directed by Bradley Cooper, co-written by Josh Singer, uh, starring Bradley Cooper himself as Leonard Bernstein, uh, this is a whole kind of film about the life of Leonard Bernstein, um, his work, and mainly his relationship with his wife, Felicia Montalegre, who was uh, played by the one and only Carrie Mulligan, who is fantastic in this. So this was interesting. You know, Bradley Cooper, he's been um, really getting more into the directing side, obviously. Off of the hit that was A Star is Born with him and Lady Gaga, you could tell that Bradley Cooper does have an eye for directing. And um, fun fact about this was originally supposed to be a film that Spielberg was going to do years ago. Um, didn't come to the light. And then when it was like, who should do this? Cooper was like, I'd love to do this. So um, I guess he's always been a fan of music. Um, since she was a young kid, he's always kind of taken the music. And he knew he wanted to play Leonard while also directing this. So, so Taylor, what's a brief synopsis of this film? And let's get into our review. Absolutely. So again, we're, we're following uh, Cooper as the um, famous composer uh, Bernstein. And again, this is kind of focusing on his um, early career um, and highlighting really the main focus is his relationship and romance with uh, Felicia and, kind of the the challenge um, between both their careers and you know his, his you know his extramarital affairs and then kind of their 
you know, focus on their family. And unfortunately until her, her passing uh, later in life and kind of him reminiscing of really their relationship uh, throughout his career. Um, yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of controversy originally with this because of the prosthetic that, you know, all the stuff that Bradley Cooper was going to, which kind of like, I kind of rolled my eyes to that. It's, you know, I was like, really? I mean, you know, anytime you're it playing looks good a to me, I didn't, I'm, I didn't, I didn't think it was offensive or anything, you know, seeing, no. especially at the end of the film, you see, you know, clips of an older Bernstein, um, you know, composing. And I was like, wow, they just, they did so great from everything to, to the hair and to, his his just his vocals of how he spoke and i thought just seeing what cooper put into the role of that actor and i think it's a there you know we, john mulaney was kind of a poking fun at him but you know he spent six years uh to learn professional conducting and to be played accurately and he only does six minutes in the film um i wouldn't have known either way so uh but that's dedication to what cooper does for the craft yeah i mean that that right there there's a big scene in the middle of the film where he's conducting this big choir piece, orchestra piece. And it's uh it's like a six minute scene. And that took him six years to properly learn how to conduct. Um, and that just goes to show you yes, that he is that dedicated. And I thought, I thought the nose looked great to me. I mean, Bradley Cooper himself has more of a pointy sharp nose and Leonard Bernstein did not. Um, so I thought that was smart to make him look a little more like Leonard Bernstein, but Yes, he kind of has this, you know, more nasally quick way of talking throughout the whole film, um, especially in his older years. And um, it just gives this energy of how, you know, kind of what the life Leonard Bernstein lived. And, and yes, because, you know, I, I guess I assume you could say that he was bi. Um, he had many affairs, mostly with men um, outside of his his marriage and and how that took a toll not only on his wife but also his children um, and Carrie Mulligan does a great job on this I mean I honestly was floored by her performance I mean she's she's one of the best but just this kind of this woman that stays by his side but the difficulties and challenges of having a husband like that that one is always away because of his work and his brilliance but then also you know because of his lifestyle, how that does, you know, play into trust and to all that, you know, stuff. Um, the one thing I was kind of disappointed with, though, honestly, was although there are these moments where he does do these conducting bits or like he's writing music, you could look at this film and be like, there's not really much about his music in the movie. The movie. They kind of just steamroll over West Side Story, like as like for like two minutes. And I was kind of shocked about that because of how how big a musical that is, how important it is to musical theater history. And a lot of it is more like him and his estate, summer estate with like his family, or like, it's just a lot of family moments. And I think a lot of people have complained that really you could look at that and be like, I didn't learn a whole lot about his life. I just kind of watched these, these moments in time. Um, and I don't know if that's a flaw of, you know, Cooper being a little maybe overzealous with like, Oh, I'm going to, write direct and star like maybe maybe a better writer would have helped with this because that's what i think the consensus for a lot of people is is the acting's great the camera work and everything though especially like yeah the way he looks in these scenes uh, the older scenes are in black and white newer scenes are in color the story is just okay 
like overall. It's not like a thrilling like you know biopic compared to other people that you've been like, oh, I really learned a lot about their life and their their, you know, like obviously it's more of a musical form, but like I I'm comparing to recent things like Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody, where like I think overall you got more of their their life through their career. Um, and this maybe it's because he had such a varied career and a long career. It kind of it clips along too too fast at some points, and that's really slow at other points. Um, Matt Bomer is really great in this. Michael Yuri, uh, Sarah Silverman was really great. Um, Maya Hawk is one of his um, daughters. It's a great cast, you know. And I think I think Cooper he's rightfully deserving for getting you know he got um, best actor nomination for Golden Globe. I think he got one for. The Screen Actors Guild, I, I won't be surprised if he gets one for the Oscar. He's not going to win this year, but I can see why he's up there. But um, he's still kind of finding his ground when it comes to writing and directing. But it was still an enjoyable film. This was definitely one I was like, though, glad to watch on Netflix. I wasn't like, I didn't need to see this in the theater. Kind of no, thing. no. And and I, I feel like after my experience with it, I would say this is, again, another situation where I think this could have been made into like a little limited series. And I think I would appreciate it more because we could have, we could have focused on the relationship just as much as his incredible work. And I think, I think though maybe in a very, you know, I think the relationship is, it was great to focus on, but especially for those who are huge fans or wanting to understand what Bernstein did for musical theater and music I think it was a disservice to him to not really focus on some of those elements and highlight his process more. And that's what I wanted more out of the film. Um, especially when coming off of what he did with the star is born, not only having a romance, but understanding the process and, and, and inner workings of kind of that musical industry side, it was kind of a letdown for me in terms of what I was hoping or expecting out of this film. Yeah. Cause there's even a cool, like I liked, they had like this kind of musical montage where, he brings Carrie Mulligan to a theater and it's if they're kind of like watching the show, but then Bradley Cooper becomes one of the dancers kind of like New York, New York moment. And I really thought they were going to go more into like how he did a lot for musical theater, but it's kind of like this one little moment in the film and then it kind of never comes back. Um, and this whole idea that because he was Jewish, they were never going to give a Jewish person like a, a, the conductor job for an orchestra so maybe more strained of like how he had to kind of work for it to get to do these kind of things. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe it was something that was like, maybe that's not a good idea to try to do this in two hours. Maybe you need to do eight to 10 episodes, give it a full eight to 10 hours of material um, to really nail it. But, you know, again, some of these uh, people are really stuck on, they want to make film. They don't want to make uh you know, a series. And it's interesting too, because this film had a very limited release, but it was like straight to Netflix. Like some of these films that are getting like Oscar attention, like awards attention. It's like, if it goes straight to a streaming service and is only in theaters for like a week, do we really consider it as like a, a theater triumph compared to things like Oppenheimer, which made almost a billion dollars, you know, some of these other films that like do come out and, you know, but that's up to the, Decided, you know, I guess it's like films are not judged on their box office performance. It's their critical, you know, situation. So it'll be interesting to see kind of long lasting effect of Maestro. Um, I don't think it's going to 
win any major awards, but I think it will be nominated for some things. And uh, yeah, I think it's, um, if you have any, you know, just curiosity about Leonard Bernstein, I think it's worth a watch for the performances alone and some of the stylized choices with the directing, but you're not going to get as much of the, of his life as maybe you'd hope. So for those reasons alone, I'm going to give Maestro, it gets like a plus up because of the acting and then it gets a little bit down because of the plot. It's just a solid seven out of 10. Yeah, same here. But you can decide for yourself. Check out Maestro on Netflix. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.